1: Hey, welcome back, guys, for another episode, another hunt review. Hope you guys enjoy these. If you don't, I guess you don't have to listen. But first, hunt review was with Thomas rude. being involved. That was kind of rude, huh? Yeah,
2: you started without me. I see. What doing the hunt reviews? This is like the fifth
1: or sixth one. I you, you I haven't just, hunted. I said that was rude to start without me. You haven't hunted. I can't. What do I say? It was rude to start hunting without me. You were me. invited to go to Nebraska. You <laughs> we were invited to all these other places. So. Uh, Anyways, I forgot to get my Pepsi so I could have something. To start right there. Will Thino Beetle. Shot. Did you do that? Nope. Where? It's.
2: <laughs> liar. It's right there,
0: dude. <laughs> right in front of your
2: face. How are you going to see the ducks tomorrow when you can't even find a blue Pepsi two Some. feet away from me? <laughs> Daddy has no issues seeing the decks. Uh, yeah.
1: so our, our eyes are bloodshot, by the way. Literally. And burning. Skin chapped. Lips chapped. Eyes bloodshot. That's the way it should be during day. It does. It does Feels feel, feel good. good. You Do you regret any of that? Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Because you knew the price it took. To, great. To pay. Yeah. So we're just going to recap. And yes, I do still have the cough. We're going to recap the um The hunt that we just had an afternoon hunt and thomas's first time yeah first hunt of the year of, of the, year. the 2020
2: season so it felt really good yes it did actually i'm still like registering the hunt because i don't know it just didn't feel real like um it was a great hunt and usually the last couple of years our opener just hasn't really been so great Mm -hmm. we've had some bad luck so we were uh we had a great day i was super thankful for that um you know it was only a half day hunt evening hunt so we we ended up with uh nine birds
1: and uh you shot pretty good for your first hunt back for the year yeah i was i mean especially for what you were using as a choke (laughs) is that a secret no. no one to share that information I don't. i don't care of all skybusters you are the ultimate now <laughs> <laughs> yep i'm lumped right in with the rest of them so uh and not because of what he was shooting it's because of what choke he's using right now
2: yeah so um at last year i bought two kicks uh chokes one was a modified one was a uh extra full and i know what all you guys are saying <laughs> right now Extra, I, you know what's funny though? Actually, there's, probably, there's probably two groups of people listening to this. Oh, yeah. So, there's people that are just gonna go off and be like, you mind skybuster, blah blah yeah. blah. And then there's gonna be guys on the oh, probably I don't necessarily the
1: side. I've kind of changed my thinking on that. I don't think they necessarily think you're a skybuster, they just think it's such overkill. Like, why would you need that? That's probably, I would think that would be the one group thinking that. Well. Yeah, there might e- be a few guys that are thinking. I scared.
2: think there's guys that I think they know. Don't really care. To... They're gonna use oh, whatever yeah. they've used for however long yeah, they used yeah. it, which is probably modified. And then there's guys that will probably get upset because you have a full or an extra full, or, you know, whatever. And then there's guys that are maybe actually using that and like, hey, if you're if you're hitting them with it. What's the difference? Like why why does it matter? You know what I mean? Right. Because just because you have a, a full you know, choke in there doesn't mean you're taking far shots. You know what
1: I mean? I mean, and I think I think enough now. There may be new people to the channel or podcast that don't understand, but I think who we are and what we try to represent whatever is type- enough to speak. Sorry to interrupt you,
2: but whatever choke we use, or whatever choke you use, doesn't make you a better or a worse hunter.
1: No, it doesn't.
2: Like I think people associate that with like, oh, if you use this certain choke, like you're you're better or worse. That doesn't mean anything. Mm -mm. It really doesn't. Like if you're shooting whatever you're shooting, and I'm not talking about distance. I'm talking about. Wherever the you're. pattern you want, yes, it it doesn't mean you're a better hunter because you use a, a tighter pattern, it doesn't mean you're a worse hunter for using a more spread open pattern. I mean, all it has to do with is preference where you're shooting, percentage, and, sh- and, and the shots you're taking. Yeah,
1: absolutely, it's personal preference. Yeah, because if you like, let's just say if you look at the Duck Commander boys, they had birds 10 yards from, they were still using full, when you shoot a full choke and you hit that bird. You could You're say why are you shooting a full? Crushing that. But how many room. times did you see them blow heads off ducks? Yeah, a lot. Because that's just what they personally preferenced. Yeah. It wasn't about like cuz I, I we got good friends that shoot modified and think you shouldn't there's no purpose to shoot above mm-hmm. that, but it's like, well, that that's your preference. Yes, because a t- duck is 10 yards or 15 yards. I get it. You want the pattern to open quicker. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean my personal it's just a preference
2: my personal preference is if i know that i'm mainly going to be hunting teal targeting teal well oh, yeah wherever i'm going to be hunting if i know it's predominantly going to be teal i really don't want to shoot that choke just and no. that's my personal preference because typically teal are lower closer you know fast moving you might not be able to have a lot of time to and smaller it's not like they're you know Will work you like a mallard will, the same mm. way a mallard will. You know what I mean? They might be cruising right through a, a little um, um, open waterway or whatever, you know, and you don't have a lot of time. So, my personal preference, I'd rather have something that opens up a little quicker. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. It goes back to whatever your preference is. Mm. Just because you shoot an extra full doesn't mean, oh, yeah, now I'm going to take 65 yard shots.
1: No. That's and I not said I mean. that on one of Elliot's videos. He was talking about being ethical and stuff like that. And I I openly said it, and he's. I think his mind's reverted a little bit, too. Like, he still won't use a full choke, but he doesn't think you're a you know, criminal if you mm-hmm. do or whatever. And what I had commented in the video was I was saying, hey, you know what? I've been hunting for a long time, and that's what I want to use, and it's my personal preference. A full choke doesn't mean a farther shot. A full choke means a tighter pattern. Tighter pattern. That's it. Mm-hmm. People do think of that as shooting farther, Everyone, I was seeing a lot of deals like someone was talking a while back. I don't remember where that was at. I seen it. But like, I'm sick of the people telling this, younger, uh, this next generation that they should shoot extended chokes. And listen to this. They were saying they were blaming the ammo market on that as well. They were saying, I get sick of these ammo companies pushing extended chokes. Ex- they, obviously, they don't even understand what an extended choke means. Mm-hmm. Extended means it comes out of the front of your barrel. Yeah, it doesn't mean you shoot farther with an extended. It Doesn't mean oh extended because your barrel's longer, you can shoot further. You can all kicks, high Flowers, chokes, powder master, true lock, any other brand. Uh-huh. They're all extended Carlsons. And guess what? They have ski chokes. That's not extended range. Yeah, that's a ski choke. <laughs> so it's just lack of knowledge. People don't know what they're talking about half yeah. the time, dude. Really, uh-huh. and really, if you see it, it's minimal uh-huh. of people seeing that. Well, so it's a minimal group that actually knows what they're really talking about. Right. I have a
2: couple, well, I have a brother-in-law who has a, a an older Remington, you know, pro- probably more designed to shoot lead, and the whole barrel itself is a full choke. Mm. So what does that, what's that tell do. you right there? Right. You know, I I, I don't know. There, there's a lot of different things, but like I said, to me. It's it's personal preference. Don't mean you're a better or worse. We
1: should not we'll, we'll probably do a whole. We need to get off this topic. We're ten and we'll we already all talk about chucks. We really trucks. gotten off on a rabbit We show. do need to do this on a podcast though, and I've been meaning to do. So stay tuned and watch for that. But let's get back to us. so your first time of the year. I only shot three birds. You shot six, uh-huh. and you shot very well. I felt like I don't feel like we stoned any of our birds. Uh-huh. I feel like I've shot a lot better the last several uh-huh. hunts. This one, I I just wasn't. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't dialed in. Uh-huh. But I feel like a lot of the birds, and I said this to you yesterday, were the shots that I was taking was tough shots. Mm-hmm. They were dumping down. They were diving down into our decoys. But they were dropping from the heavens, and they were going so fast. It's when you hear their wings just... Sh- mm-hmm. And I'm trying to shoot it like that. Yeah. And I think... Well, I'll, we'll at the end, we'll um, try to talk about what we could have done better or what we do next time. Mm-hmm. So I won't say that right now. But I took some tough shots that I feel like I shouldn't have took. Ended up with a hand spoonie, and yes, I did shoot that on purpose. I'll explain to you real quick because I want to let Thomas talk about what he shot. I did shoot that on purpose. I didn't want to, but it tastes all the same and pepper sticks, in my opinion, so it doesn't really matter. And the reason I did is it was an afternoon hunt. You don't have as, lot of, as much of a time, and I don't know. And we were taking turns filming from the bank, so if I keep passing on birds, it kind of rips Thomas off from his time. So I was just like, I'm just gonna shoot it and swap back out with him. So. so, anyways, the hen shoveler, drake pintail was a pretty looking, good looking pintail for mm-hmm. this time of year. Yeah, and a green wing teal.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So I ended up with uh, a pair of mallards, hen and a drake, uh, drake pintail, and three drake uh, teal. Yeah, he almost had all drake limit. Yeah. So, um, oh, as well, far I as the, the as far as the shots, um, I, I guess it's just kind of luck going back and forth because, like you said, we were taking turns videoing, trying to get some better footage of kill shots. So um, I think – I actually, before I say that, I did kind of have to shake off some first hunt, like, jitters.
1: Yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Yeah, I definitely had – You were had, passing on some
2: I – de- I definitely had – for sure one that yeah. I passed on that was definitely in range – But just starting a new season, you know, my judge of distance isn't as sharp as it will be by the end of the season. So, um, started off, we actually had a pair of mallards land in our pond, and we jumped them, and I shot, and I I think I shot right over the bird. I had to have. So, I missed there, and then uh, another mallard came in. Uh, Did he land? He did land, too, I think. Mm Mm-hmm coming from the other way and well, i he was farther he, he wasn't right i i passed on him because i just i wasn't comfortable with the range but hindsight i i he was definitely in range so and then we had a teal come by and i shot that and then uh we kind of came up with a plan to
1: um i think that was your plan too it was a good idea
2: yeah that some. so this pond was pretty small but it was big well, enough it was big enough possible. for yeah. birds to um Really worked the pond and even land um, just out of range. So uh, we came up with the plan to have one guy on the bank with the with the uh, video camera and Rocky, and then the other guy to go actually out into the middle into some short toolies. They were enough to get hidden, but not really great cover. So uh, we started doing that, and we we did pretty well actually. I think you I went. Think you did really good. You you started out. You shot, uh, I think, another teal or something.
1: I think it was I a teal. To, I thought you went out there first, or did I?
2: Who went out there first? No, I can't remember. I think you did because I I shot that. You bird. were like, oh, I shot a teal. Already. Yeah, I shot the bird. Yeah. So, anyways, I and I wasn't really comfortable with it, so I I don't know. I had to shake some of the jitters off, but as as we progressed into the hunt, I felt better and better about you
1: know, about everything, so, um, yeah, so... And dude, and so swapping back and forth, that was really fun. Yeah, it was. Vid- it was video. really cool. I wasn't really enjoying it. You're, you're, you, in fact, I loved hearing you say that was almost just as fun, like trying to get it on video and stuff. Mm-hmm. You were enjoying that, so I was glad to hear you say well, that. Well, the thing
2: is, is a lot of times we don't have the luxury of having having birds. You know what yeah. I mean? A lot of times... We have to really kind of, you know, claw and, yeah, what's that term? You know, claw your way just for a couple birds, you know. Uh-huh. So just because the bird numbers aren't really high, so when you're able to have enough birds that are in the area and that'll work and everything, it's it's actually a lot of fun uh, to watch the whole process, watch the birds, watch the c- birds come over, work decoy or you know look really close get real close in range and then for the guy to make a good shot on so um, I got lucky I I shot um, a couple teal actually I I uh, almost doubled on teal the next time and we weren't able to find that other one But so we did that swapped then I came back and we had a group of four mallards work they worked perfect. I mean it was it was everything you want to happen. So um, they basically came in,
1: circled once. I got them working that whole time on video too.
2: When they came back into the wind, their fir- you know their first pass, they dropped down and then they didn't 100% commit. They kind of got probably 20 yards off the water and kind of slightly started lifting up off again. But they were flying right to me, so the one bad thing was the sun was in that direction. So I picked a Drake out, boom, dropped him, and then I was looking hard for that other Drake, but I couldn't identify which one. So I picked a bird out and shot, and it was, it was a hen. But anyway, so I doubled on mallards there, came back, uh, shot a Drake pintail. Pintails were ridiculous on this day, like especially on me. It was. It was worse on me because... <laughs> Almost to the point of irritation. I mean... and, and No, it's, it's no really it, fun. Is, it was.
1: It's really fun to watch. Um, it is, but it's a little frustrating with the one pintle limit because we were saying that last year that there's no way it should be one pintle. And anybody that duck hunts knows that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But because of COVID, I feel like they kind of use that as an excuse to get another year out of a one pintel limit, mm-hmm. saying that they didn't get bird counts when they know good and well. They could do a, per, a two bird, two pintail count, which it's fine. You know, it's one of our favorite birds. So let them, let them get more and more every year. And then next year, maybe if it is two, yeah. it's because we're about conservation and making it last longer, right? So that's has been a little greedy. One, two, it's just, there is so many. Uh-huh. They outnumber the mallards. Right. So we can shoot seven mallards. Mm-hmm. Why can we only shoot one pintail? Yeah. But we know why. Anyways, it's, I don't want to get stuck on that. But when I swapped in the blind, probably the last 30 minutes, um, when it was my turn again, every pencil, Tom, I know you could see that they were cupped up towards me, but if you could have seen from my angle, mm-hmm. they were literally, every one of them was cupped dead to me. And just per like, like you said, like mm-hmm. you dream about. And they would get 15 yards and then kind of flutter out. They never seen me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, because like you said, it wasn't the greatest to cover, uh-huh. but it's just they one that pawn so bad. Yeah, and then he'd leave, and yeah. then another stud dra- I say stud Drake this early of the year; it's not the most stud, but very nice looking Pintels. And then a different one would do it, mm-hmm. and they'd always it was in the same pattern. I don't, I you know what? I've never shot a Pintel this early.
2: Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever shot a Pintel on opening weekend, ever.
1: <laughs> hmm, I'm I'm pretty sure. They shot a bunch last year. All those guys, they all got bit their pinstyles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but every year is different, though. They may right. not have been a couple years ago. Uh huh. Probably wasn't. I'm
2: just saying for me. But anyways. <sighs> yeah. So, did that and then uh Jake Pintel, same thing. I mean, just worked perfectly. And then finished off like right before we end ended shoot time with one or
1: I think one more teal. What was nice, dude, is like. So to paint a picture for you guys listening, the guy videoing, because Travis was kind of harassing us. We're on this app that we can all kind of chat to each other, like a video chat. And he was harassing us that, why aren't you guys wearing face paint? Why aren't you guys wearing a face mask? He was just harassing us, but he didn't really know what was really going on was we were sitting on the bank, not on the bank, kind of in the in the pond, but like tucked up in the grass and as you sit down, the grass is probably three feet above your head, and it was—we were completely shadowed. So there's absolutely no need. The birds did not know we were sitting. There. In mm-hmm. fact, when I would look back at you, I could not hardly see you guys. Yeah. Could you the same way for you? Uh-huh. you we'd have to wave like, okay, I'm right yeah. here. You know, it's not getting a line of fire or nothing. Mm-hmm. But so we, whoever was filming, didn't wear a mask. You didn't need to. You're in mm-hmm. the shadows. And then when we got there, me or Thomas were, would put our face mask on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was it obviously it wasn't that big of a deal because we had birds landing in between us. I mean, we had multiple birds just land mm-hmm. in the water closer to the guy, in and the they bank. were and they were mainly pintails, which we had both shot our pintail already. So, you know, obviously we're not going to shoot another one. <laughs> so, anyways, um, the wind. Uh, what do you think the wind was
1: yesterday? I think it was six or seven.
2: It was probably six, maybe eight. hour wind out of the north. Northeast, I think. So a little bit of movement on the water.
1: Um, but yeah. It was well really now fun. let's let's go let's cover over lessons learned or things we would do different. That's kind of how I'm gonna start doing these home reviews, guys. I last ten minutes of the episode I want to cover that. Things that we learned or would do better next time and things and some of those things might help you guys out, maybe. Um so lesson learned. And this is kind of a hard one. Rocky listens to me. We worked really hard in the offseason for him not to break. Cause I, I just don't tolerate that. And he will, he is not breaking with me. He has not broke with me. He tried to on the hunt that was on our channel from last week, but I stopped him and he never did again after that. Cause I wouldn't pick the bird up. That's kind of a way to not punish him, but Let him know, hey, you do that, you're not getting bird. But he was fine and dandy with me. As soon as we switched and Thomas was videoing and holding Rocky, or not really holding him, he was breaking. And so I don't know. It kind of is a bummer because it's not Thomas's fault, and it's really not Rocky's fault that his master's not taking care of him, but it's like trying to think what I could do. could have done differently. In that situation, yeah, it was because technically he shouldn't do it no matter what. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, he wants to be with you. Mm -hmm. The whole time you were over there, he was just like zoned in on you, almost kind of whimpering a couple times, like he he was looking for you. He wanted to be where you were at. So I think it was probably (laughs) like too much for him to like. He hears a shot, sees the bird because he saw everything. Oh yeah, and see the bird and like not go. You know what I mean? I, under, I can kind of see why he would want to do that. And I, I don't know. I wasn't, I guess the first time I wasn't ready for it either for sure, because I was focused on trying to video and like get the bird and make sure it's in focus and all this kind of stuff. And the first time you shot, hit the water it was like a delayed reaction like he didn't just go. No, that's the thing I was going to say. A lot of dogs And that almost threw me off because I would I would have thought that he would have immediately went. But when you shot, boom, hit the water and he's not moving, I'm like, "Okay, everything's fine." And then like probably 3 4 seconds later he go. Well, and that's the thing is
1: the way he breaks is if he's going to break, it's never when the gun shoots. Cuz I've seen most all dogs if people stand up, the dog breaks. Mm. They just go to stand up to shoot and the dog's going. Mm-hmm. Almost all dogs do that mm-hmm. that are not trained to not break. Or they, well, as soon as the shot rings out, they're gone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Rocky will not do that. If he doesn't, it, it's as soon as that bird hits the water. Slaps. It, and that's pow! what it was. And that's what he did. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder why. Well, I mean, it's because if... I don't know what the, how to explain that, but I mean... No, I mean,
2: what, what would make him want to do break on the slap versus like the shot?
1: Well, because he sees it, he oh. sees it at the water, and he knows when he hits the water. I usually send you it usually within send two him. seconds. Yeah, right. Which that's why I was. Does that make more sense now? Why I was telling you, I try to delay it now. Uh huh. I don't know if I told you that. Yeah, you did. But I'll try to wait and high five and. Yeah. I'm not doing it because we need to high five, or we uh-huh. ever really do. Yeah. But just to make noise, ruckus, make no like. To, don't send him until, you're ready for I'm him. I'm ready to go. because if, and it's a habit I've created for him, mm-hmm. is as soon as he hits the water, I'm excited. Yeah. Rocky. Uh huh.
2: Well, especially too, I think starting with a with a puppy, you know, and you're wanting them to be excited, kind of mm-hmm. from you know coming up, like you're wanting them to create excitement, right? But then now that Rocky, that's in Rocky already. He really, really wants it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like you said, boom, bird hits the water, Rocky, and he'll go. He's used, like you said, he's used to that already. Mm-hmm. He's just, yeah. he's yeah, he's almost brainwashed that way. It's just something new that we. We've never really done anything like we did the other day. Exactly. So def- it was definitely new yeah. for everyone. Mm-hmm.
1: All three of us. So that was just a lesson learned. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, I, I did so. Okay, here's another lesson learned. <laughs> you can't get too overexcited. you got to stay focused. So that would be my word is stay focused. What I mean by that is when we changed that plan, I had my blind bag right by me. There was birds, lots of birds working, and I get in a rush, and I lose focus. I never should have left my blind bag there. I left all my shells over there. Oh, yeah. And I knew I wouldn't want to go back over there and waste that time walking all the way across there and coming mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. So, But, we st- I mean, you still had to walk, and you kept giving me some of your shells. Uh-huh. So it's like, dude, it doesn't pay off to get ahead of yourself because mm-hmm. in the long run, it hurts you. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of had
2: some of our stuff spread out. Cause like you said, we made an adjustment early on in the hunt. So yeah, I mean, stay focused, I guess. Don't I guess. Hit.
1: Yeah, I get it. There's birds flying. Right. I get it that you're excited, you want to get hidden and shoot some birds. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, does it pay off to not be prepared like you should be? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. And so that was something I thought of yesterday. I was like, man, I really blew that. That just took time. It took it threw things off. It just didn't make it smooth. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if there's anything you want to add to anything you could have did better, or, or how we could have set up better, anything like that. Mm, I think our setup was good. I mean, I, I didn't re- really like the fact that we had to avoid this one range. Yeah, and they all kept landing right there. Well, that was dictated by the pond layout, though. I know, but that's a lesson we can take from that. Like when we, if we would have really evaluated it what the birds started consistently doing for the last two hours, I think we could have moved the camera guy sooner. Or what do you mean? We could have moved the camera guy the last two hours because they kept doing the same thing. We repositioned where the camera guy was. Yeah. Because we were like, I don't like that. I don't yeah. want you being there. You're in my zone of uh-huh. shooting. So we moved over here, and uh-huh. then everything was landing between us and the camera guy. Yeah. And when we said earlier, we could have went on the other side. We could have went over there where we originally were, and that would have been perfect. Because you never yeah. shot that way.
2: Yeah. The rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. We could have moved the opposite direction instead of moving north is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. For the sure. The camera
1: guy could have moved back where we originally were originally at and never been any any type of way. Yeah, for sure. I avoided a lot of those tilt shots just because it was towards you and it was mm-hmm. like, plus if, if I jumped him, I wouldn't have hit him anyways. I couldn't hit none of those stupid birds. <laughs> yeah. Should have just water swatted him. <laughs> <laughs> If I could have still hit him. Yeah. But anyway, so, so it was a good trip. No, it was, it was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Something
2: new, you know, new area, new tactics. We got, we scouted a lot of different areas we've
1: never seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Saw a lot of new countries. So
2: it was fun. A
1: lot of fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, until uh, next hunt review, next episode, we got some good guests coming on. We were going to have them on a little quicker but that's a little bit of a delay. So we got a lot, a couple, two guests. I think you guys will really enjoy and backed in our hunt reviews on top of that and just some other stuff coming up. So thanks for listening guys. We'll see you on the next one.